Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm good, Ali. How are you? <laughs> I am good, but I'm also kind of angry. Um, which is perfect because we definitely wanted this vlog to be super organic and super like kind of reactive, I think, to things that are happening out in the WordPress mm -hmm. world that we can talk about. And I actually have the perfect topic for conversation today. I um, know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but before you dig in, let me also just kind of put my two cents in that when we talk about wanting to be reactive to things that are happening, we don't just want to react because we get angry about something. We're reacting on behalf of entire communities because mm -hmm. your anger and and just anger, I want to say. It's absolutely rightly placed anger. So it's not a trope. You are not the angry black woman. I want to, I want to be the person to say <laughs> that because you are not a trope. You are actually um, voicing what several people have also said to me privately. But before we get into that, when we talk about things that we're angry about, we're angry on behalf of communities. We are not just angry because Michelle got her toes stepped on or Allie got told off by somebody or vice versa or whatever. Um, so I just kind of want to put that out there in advance of that, because it's not anything any one person says necessarily, it's it's the entire situation. So, okay, I just wanted to frame it before yeah. I like let you let you run loose. <laughs> no, that was, thank you for doing that. And, and it actually brought to mind also, when I say that I'm angry, I'm angry at a situation. I'm angry at a system. I'm angry at a circumstance of events. I'm not particularly angry at like one individual person or one individual brand. Like I'm just angry in general. And so nothing I am about to say is meant to attack or demean or, um, you know, hurt any one person or individual or company or brand or anything like that. I'm not going after anyone in particular, but this, this, what I'm about to say came from something that happened yesterday. And so I'm angry about the entire thought process behind this, right? So but tell us what happened. So basically, um, on Twitter, as I am known to do, I complained about a podcast that recently started um, that I definitely think had a fantastic opportunity to bring on a diverse host, not guest, right? I feel like people in, in the course of having these conversations, particularly about podcasts, people will also often replace, when I say host, they will say guest, which is a whole other issue. Um, but this podcast had a great opportunity to bring on a diverse host or a diverse co-host and really lead in the WordPress fight for diversity, which I believe a lot of people, not just us, are fighting for. I don't ever want to paint it like you and I are the only people that care because we absolutely right. don't, right? Right. I know that other people care. Um, and so it just seemed like such a perfect opportunity to say, wow, we have this potentially huge WordPress podcast. Let's make the 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 people who are hosting the conversation reflective of the WordPress community. And that completely didn't happen. And I was just bumped. I was irritated. I was disappointed. And the response that I got, A, missed the, the mark because a lot of people started replying to that as though I wanted that position, which I absolutely do not. Um, 
and I got a lot of well, you should start your own podcast or isn't, isn't starting a podcast so easy and you could just do it yourself or free. Yeah. Um, and so that response really ticked me off. And I've, I've heard this before, right. Where an underrepresented person or a marginalized person, um, has lamented the fact that room is not created at the table for us by people who claim that they that they care to create room at the table um and then someone else goes well you should just go make your own they said that about water fountains they said that about schools Mm -hmm. they said that about housing in this country go off and have your own version you don't belong with us Mm-hmm. That's what I hear when people tell me that. And it like makes me want to cry because that is your, I'm not saying that any of the people who have said those things to me are racist. I, in my mind, being a racist and being, having prejudices, having internalized racism are two very different things. That is internalized racism. That is the idea that if you consider yourself a marginalized person, you are responsible for creating any opportunities that you want. Whereas if you are not a marginalized person, it is very common and expected for those opportunities to just be given to you by your buddies, by your friends, by other people that look like you. Um, And that just really, really upsets me because we literally went out and created a tool so that podcast producers could say, hey, I want a couple of diverse people to host this podcast. And we did the legwork to make a whole list of people for them. Right. And then they went and they found somebody who already had a podcast. So again, I'm not angry at this podcast. I'm not angry at the host of this. I think that guy's a pretty cool guy. I'm not, it's not his fault. You know, you get offered a great opportunity, you take it. I don't begrudge him that. But it makes me upset that we as a community will say one thing and then do another. We'll ask, well, how can I help? How can I support you? But we're not proactively thinking about, well, I'm about to do this thing. I wonder if there's a way. Right. You know? Right. So I already feel better, like, just kind of yelling <laughs> about that. But I was yeah. really irritated about that yesterday. And it, 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 I was just really irritated about it. And today I woke up and I was still irritated about it. Um, and well, yeah, I definitely like Michelle, what do you what do you think and feel about that? Yeah, because I know so, our experiences have been different, but I sure. feel like there's there, there's typically some overlap. Well, I want to address one of the comments that you got was that, you know, hey, it's free to start your own podcast, so go start a podcast. So I wanna address <coughs> excuse me, I wanna address the fact that technically you can make a podcast for free. Technically, that is a true statement. However, Embedded in that statement is privilege that the person making that statement had no idea they had. So the first thing about privilege is you have to know you have it. And so many people just have such blinders on that they don't realize that certain things carry privilege, right? So yes, I understand that maybe that I'm in a job that has more money because I have privilege. People generally can acknowledge that. But the idea of starting an endeavor just because it could technically be free. Yes. Could I do it with just the microphone on my computer? Yes. Can I use a free software like Audacity? Yes. Can I build my own website 
and and you know can I can I disseminate a podcast for free? Yes. Now, can you do those things well for free? No. You really need to invest in good equipment to have a successful podcast. You know, I started my podcast uh, almost two years ago now. You were my first guest, by the way. Talk about being diverse. I pat myself on the back <laughs> without even knowing I was doing it because I guess, you know, it just it was the way that it worked you're just out. a good person and you don't have to try. <laughs> anyway. Well, I, I don't know about that, but, um, you know, I, I do now, of course, have wider eyes and and make sure that things that I do, I'm inclusive um, of all people. But anyway, that's another story. Um, but the thing is, it, it isn't free in the sense that if you want to do it well, you need to recognize that number one, you need to be able to purchase good equipment. And that means that yes, there is money involved. Um, can you get a decent microphone for $35? Yes. Can you get a better microphone for $250? Absolutely. Um, can I use free software for doing uh, audio? Yes. And actually for my podcast, I do. I use Audacity. It's free. It works well. If I want to do video, can I do that for free? Not as easily, right? I pay for a subscription to do video editing to be able to put it up on YouTube. Is YouTube free? Yeah, absolutely. But it, was it free? is it free to host a website to put all the information on? Nope, it's not. Um, could I maybe get some sponsors? Well, isn't that a good question? Because yes, maybe you could, but guess what that is also entails? It entails connections, it entails time. All of this, and, and this is my biggest point. The biggest investment in having a podcast is investing time. And time absolutely is a privileged concept. The fact that somebody and needs to spend- yeah, exactly. If when I started my podcast, I was a single woman who had already raised her kids. I was no longer married. I was out on my own. I had time to invest in whatever I wanted to. To assume that any person who's underrepresented has that privilege is a humongous assumption. Uh, you know, let's just let's talk about people in in the abstract. Let's say that there is, um, you know, a thirty year old black woman who has kids and a husband who wants to start a podcast, guess what? She doesn't have the time to invest because now she needs to choose if she's going to do her job and raise her kids or have a podcast and raise her kids and, and attend her household. I was privileged in the fact that I was of an age where I didn't have to make those decisions. I could have a full-time job and invest my free time in doing a podcast. Not everybody has free time to do that. That is a huge privilege that we have to acknowledge when we're talking about this kind of thing. Assuming that people have the connections to be successful in that is another huge privilege. When I started my podcast, I was already kind of established and I'm not, I'm acknowledging that my podcast has completely made me way more, um, I hate the word popular, but um, known, I guess is a better word in the WordPress community. You know, there are people all over the world who want to be on my podcast because they've heard of my podcast. It grew, right? But it didn't mm -hmm. grow from some woman who nobody knew. It grew from a woman who'd already invested a lot of time and energy, not only into the WordPress community, but also worked for a business that had a lot of um, cachet in the community as well. Mm -hmm. And I acknowledge that the only reason, one of the only reasons, yes, I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm not asking for people to pat me on the back and say, no, Michelle, you're awesome. No, mm -hmm. but I acknowledge that, that I got started because I had those connections already in place. So to say to somebody, you know, you could just do it on your own. Absolutely not. It's not as easy as you might think it is. Mm -hmm. And the, there's 
so much in there that is absolutely correct. And and the thing that I just keep going back to is the time, right? The the fact that marginalized people are typically paid less in their jobs and or have lower paying jobs. So they need to work a certain percentage more or harder in order to keep up. Mm -hmm. The fact that marginalized people at least should be taking more time for self-care. I mean, every Asian American in in our country right now is hurting so badly. You're going to tell them, nope, you should be working, you know, 60 hours a week to accomplish whatever the side goal is and not have to, like, we have other things to do and to think about that an unmarginalized person doesn't particularly have to worry about most of the time. And so you're right, just the assumption that Oh, well, it's, it's, it would be as easy for you as it would be for me is completely untrue. And especially in, a, in an instance like this one, particularly, where it's not just about starting a podcast. It's about the idea that if we have a position at a very popular WordPress brand available, we should be thinking about using that position intelligently and inclusively. Um, I mean, their first guest was a diverse individual, was a, was a marginalized person, also a very, very powerful person in this community. So kind of balances out, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the exact solution is. Like, I just feel irritated about this. And yeah, I, I don't have, I don't, if they had offered it to me, I probably wouldn't have taken it because that's just not what I want to do right now. But there's so many other amazing people that I could think of. And, and even the idea of like, I I read something on Twitter the other day that was like adding white women to your team. Isn't diversity. I disagree with that. To me, diversity is as many different types of people as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. So to have, co-hosts on a podcast, one being a straight white man, one being a gay, black, disabled, elderly woman, like, you know, checking every box you possibly could, right? That to me is still a diverse group of people. You have two people with very different life experiences, very different Mm -hmm. perspectives, um, Mm -hmm. look, sound, act, think differently. Um, That, it to me, is still diversity. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of being intentional about that and thinking ahead and thinking like, okay, well, how many voices are we having at this table? One, the one voice that's at every other single table? Right. That doesn't really accomplish very much. Now, before people come at us in comments about things like, well, you don't have any men represented on your vlog. Okay, let me address a couple of things about that. First of all, our website is about all of those underrepresented groups. You do not come to our website, search it and not find white men because there are white men on our, and we've, we've acknowledged this. And I've said it publicly because I want people to understand that we don't disclose what makes somebody um, underrepresented on our database. So you could be neuro, uh, neurodivergent, you can be uh, you know, gay, you can be trans, you can be any of those things that make you underrepresented in our community. Um, and the reason that we don't have any white men or men on our vlog is because we're the people who started it. This is our, our project. Yeah. We didn't we didn't hire this out to somebody and then look for other voices. And that's not to say that in the future we might not bring on a guest. 
because we haven't we haven't talked that far ahead yet. We're only in our second week and we're still covering some pretty big topics just between the two of us. So I just kind of wanted to put that out yeah. there because I can ima- I know there are people out there who are already attacking us. We've already dealt with it more than once just because mm-hmm. we're trying to help um, underprivileged, not I don't want to say underprivileged. I mean, there is underprivileged in the fact that mm-hmm. they're, yeah, but underrepresented folks. Mm-hmm. Um, And also the idea that our whole brand and project is about shining a light particularly on those who are underrepresented. If you're launching a giant WordPress podcast, that's not the point of that. The point of that is to be representative of the WordPress community Mm -hmm. and and make all those voices heard. So there's two different points here. If we started this vlog to represent the WordPress community, then yeah, we'd probably have a straight white man here because that's kind of the overwhelming right. voice in, in our community. Right. But it's it's about two completely different different purposes. And, and something else I want to say is, you know, I'm a 52 year old white woman. You are, I'm not going to disclose your age, but you're much younger than I am. You're my daughter's age, actually, I think, uh, right around there. And so we are absolutely, you know, looking at different parts of the community just within the two of us, um, for sure. But do we agree on everything, Allie? Do you and I have absolute agreement on everything? Heck no, no right? I mean, we absolutely agree on a lot of things. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to work together as well as we do. But, but um, and, and sometimes it sounds like we're all just like, you know, raising the sunshine between us kind of thing. Uh, but that's not to say that we haven't agreed on things in the past. And we, you know, have great discussions about it and, and come to understandings and compromise when we do. And we don't have that often that we have that we disagree, but we absolutely are not the same person with the same head thinking in the same direction all the time. So. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. And whenever if we ever do disagree on something, it's like we we've never had like an argument or a fight nope. or Mm-mm. anything like that. It's always massively respectful and just like, oh, okay, cool. Let's figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I hadn't thought about it from that perspective before. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that's what grownups the, do. It turns out that that's how grownups talk to each other. Oh my gosh. Can you believe? I know. It's great. I learned something new today. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, and that's always the way that I have, like people I remember would say to me, like, how do you keep having these conversations with people? Like, isn't it exhausting? Yeah, it's exhausting. But if somebody asks me a question out of gen- genuinely wanting to know, and and asking me things because they want to be better then yeah i'll make time for that but like i don't have time for people who are mean and nasty about it you know exactly exactly agreed 100 (laughs) percent well we probably got over our set time limit of 20 minutes per week but that's okay some (laughs) topics just require a little more conversation next week i i we haven't even discussed this yet but i'm going to put this out there next week i want to talk about our logo and I want to talk Ooh, about okay. representation and, and what's happened with our logo because people might have noticed our logos changed. Um, give you just a quick insight into that as we got a cease and desist letter about using what's called, you know, a close tag for uh, for code, which is all we had, and so and and copywriting. And I think that there's, um, you know, there, that that actually fits our brand too to be able to talk about how certain things are not accessible to people just because somebody thought they could trademark something. So, yeah. yeah. So we can talk about that a little bit next week too. But anyway, totally. I appreciate all of your insights. And I love when you get angry about things that are just and right to be angry about. So <laughs> I'm on your side, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for giving me this platform to rant about it and to kind of like talk about it in more than just the 100 and whatever the heck characters. Yeah. Um, yeah nuance Twitter. gets lost so often on Twitter. Anyway, 
It was awesome to talk to you, Michelle. Yes, you too. Absolutely. I'll see you and everyone else next week. Sounds good. Until then. This episode of the Underrepresented in Tech podcast was sponsored by Yikes, Inc. Learn more about their professional WordPress development and design services at yikesinc.com. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode of our podcast, want to utilize our database, or just want to say hi, visit us at underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.